Drop. Buenos dias. Oh, hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast by of pod of what of four friends. <laughs> Three podcasts. Three podcasts. Four friends. A podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. Uh, I'm the day them of mayhem, Zach. Ooh, fuck! I can't follow that. I know well, right? that was that was good. That was really good and unexpected. Well, I was Isa, but I'm leaving the Zoom meeting. Uh, yeah, my name is Matt. Um, thank you. I thought of that earlier today, and it's the first like thing I've been excited about in a while. That's not yeah. true. I got my first vaccine dose this week. So, oh hell yeah! That's Congratulations! The most thank you. Oh, that's any, any any like any side effects? Were you tired that day? My no, my arm still hurts. Um, which I've heard pretty commonly from people. Um, it's like, like if you know, like when your arm's sore up or flu shot. Right. But this is like two plus days now of it. So, um, but I've heard that that's not unusual, not uncommon. I remember my grandpa told me once because he was in the navy and they had to get shots all the time. He said that they would just beat the shit out of each other's arms afterwards. So it got the the fucking thing to spread more. And I was just like, Grandpa, that's weird. Because like I would be like, I would get. A Have flu you ever shot. done that with friends though? Like. Not hit oh. for hit. Oh yeah, they would just I do feel that. Like, I feel like you did that with JD, the <laughs> the Marine. I pr- dude, I probably did. I think me and JD were actually having a pretty good time until we weren't. Um, but yeah, yeah, apparently, if you just beat the shit out of your arm, or you have a friend beat the shit out of your arm, it helps the <laughs> vaccine spread. I I, okay. I don't I don't find that that's true. But well, my Navy grandpa, who had unpopular opinions about most things, uh, <laughs> he said, he said, so shut Before up. Before I said a lot of things. He did. Well, he said if he ever caught me smoking, he was going to reach his hand into my pocket and steal 37 cents. Wait, why? I think, I don't know. I think maybe that's what the last to time him, he that checked. him, that a house. So. I think the, the last time he checked, that's what a pack of cigarettes cost. <laughs> teach you. Get a pack of my own. Anyway, congratulations <laughs> on getting the vaccine. That's Thank a good you. thing. That's a good thing. I mean, still got one more to go in like six weeks or whatever, but it was it was super easy. So just so y'all know, if you live in Idaho and work in a school or are 65 and older, it's pretty yeah, yeah, yeah. easy to get. Go to St. Al's. Most people don't know this, but Zach is 69 years old. It's true. Um, and I work, also, I, and I work be, in a school. I feel like my, I, I'm, a, I'm like a month away from being able to. Because uh, that's when people with compromise and after almost dying once that's from true. stuff, I'm pretty sure I'm a, a compromise. So hopefully yeah. then that's when I can go. Yeah, but it was it was super easy when once I got like there and St. Al's, I literally registered the day before and was there like cool. the next morning getting it. So I saw you could even register at fucking Albertsons. That's wild. Go and get Brady, drunk. Brady can like I think he can give shots now. And so, and it's at the park center one. That's where he works. And he's a pharmacy tech and can give shots. You guys can register to go get have Brady from heaterwrestling.com. Brady from COVID vaccine. (laughs) Send your grandma to Brady. Look, you guys showed up for the wrestling content, but you actually got here finding out how you can be first to get the vaccine amongst your people. From From uh, someone who hates WWE. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You ever wanted. See what pure hatred and anger is. Look at his last Twitter rant. Just, if you really want to live dangerously right before he's about to give the injection, just start talking about how much you love WWE's booking. Yeah, just say, like, I'm so glad that Braun made his return. 
Um, bailed him out of federal prison from storming the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you said the they them of mayhem, I was like, that's a great name. And it made me think of another name that I don't, I'm not on, uh, you know, if anyone out there wants to steal this handle for social media, you can have it. You can have it or anything. Change your legal name to Dr. Chill Biden. That's pretty good. That sounds like uh, James Vanderbeek. Yeah, it really uh, does. Yeah, that he would have. Someone do it. Oh, also, is Doctor Chill like a Doctor Pepper knockoff? Doc, I hope it is. It's like that's Doctor Thunder, isn't it? That's one of them. I love that. You know, there's DDP Diet Doctor Pepper, and then there's Diet Doctor Thunder, so there's DDT as well. Oh yeah, DDT Pro baby. Uh, Doctor Chill was. Um, fucking. Someone has Doctor Chill by um, Oh no, Albertsons. Oh, that was this. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then. Over. Let's wrestling before the signature select. I wish it was just Doctor Albertsons, dude. Doctor <laughs> Albertsons Cola. <laughs> that sounds like it actually still has cocaine in it. That sounds like it's like they gave that to you to like. Like you know, cure some ailments. You had <laughs> yeah, back. like numb mm-hmm. your mouth before a uh, dental surgery. Um, <laughs> yeah, these we do have wrestling. Yeah, we do we have some mediocre wrestling that happened, and then some exciting, hopefully, wrestling to preview. So yeah, we discussed before this show. Uh, by the way, Derek, uh, we he's not here because we listened to all of your comments and we fired him. He was listening to him. so much screwdriver. And we understood that it was a bridge too far. <laughs> and then uh, the slow. He only talks to us in screwdriver lyrics. Now I know too. it's it's gotten really. We intense. had to Google it, by the way. We didn't know. We didn't know. They, they I really never would have known. Like me. No. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It was. Yeah. So we discussed that we're um, gonna just jail. freeze over some. You know the some yes. of the main the main WWE shows because um. Nothing really happened. And we have uh, the Royal Rumble to talk about. We have the Royal can, Rumble to talk about. We can fill in the blanks of the Royal Rumble. You don't need to know anything other than Nia Jax almost murdered Dana Brooke. Yeah. And then, like, complained about people com- like saying, hey, you're kind of unsafe. Yeah. You know, that is something that truly it's like, I. it's such a fine line because there are people who are needlessly abusive to Nia Jax online. For a multitude of reasons and mm-hmm. it, a lot of that undeserved because you can't you know well, it's like a, a, a lot, lot of, of the things about like her size and being okay. a woman mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. like that it's like that stuff is is really unde- undeserved and yeah the, the surface stuff like just leave it alone let's go it's, down it's to a, the brass tacks right like it's abusive to mm-hmm. her what we're saying and i think what we've been saying because like i don't want to be someone who just jumps on the shitty on naya bandwagon but it's like you consistently hurt people and you're consistently not doing anything. And it's getting to the point where WWE sharing the gif around stuff. It's like they're complacent in it too. And they're kind mm-hmm. of uh uh steering into know. the skid. Yeah, the, exactly. Since she hurt Becky, they they saw that as an opportunity, and I agree, like almost like the like um, you know, I broke Steve, you know, Stone Cold's neck yeah, thing I, that Owen did. Yeah. Like there is a level where you st- steer into when when mistakes happen you know and but like haha i hurt people it is not the, but yeah now it's every time and like that's not cool mm-hmm. and like the becky thing was the difference is that it was a good thing for both people 
to an extent, you know, like Becky had the moment with the bloody face and stuff out of it. And, and the then concussion you, and the con- cool concussion she got. No, but no, like, you know, she was able to, it, you know, advance herself through it too. And so Nia advancing herself through it is cool and fine. Like both people right. come out on top versus all these other times where Nia is just concussing, you know, Kyrie Sane and now Dana and like, that's not like they're not getting anything out of Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega, like they're not getting anything out of these like moments, yeah, at all. And it's it's like it's it's turning into that way where it's like um, where accountability needs to be held. Like she, you know, probably needs to go back to the performance center if they really want to keep pushing her on on TV. Because if I show up to work and in, and if there's a potential for me to injure one of my coworkers because of a history of me doing it. I don't think I should get to show up every day, Mm -hmm. but yeah. Like, and like, for instance, like I think, think back to like when Brie Bella concussed with, it was Liv Morgan, right? Liv, right. Yeah. Um, Brie Bella is a person that you can have sympathy for. Like, Oh, she hadn't been in the ring for a long time and stuff like that. And she's like, it seems like a genuinely good person, you know, um, out just in real life. Naya doesn't have that like benefit of the doubt anymore because she's like a QAnon yeah, dude. person. Yeah, dude. Anti-vaxxing. Anti-vaxxing. And she's, she's lost my benefit of the doubt outside of the ring uh-huh. for me to then like extend that level of empathy to her inside the ring. And that's the thing with Brie Bella because like immediately, one publicly, she was like, I'm so sorry about this. But also privately in the back, she was like, she felt terrible because you hurt somebody and it's an accident accidents happen. And when you do something like that, you feel remorse. And yeah. that's what we're, that's the disconnect we're not getting with Naya where it's like, this keeps happening. And it's almost like you're building your persona off of it. Keep happening. And that is definitely not okay. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's just, it's always rough to see just like, especially cause like Tina is trying real hard and like, they're kind of giving her and Mandiac a little bit of like a push ski. And it's been years since she's done like anything like of note for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. So it's like just like imagine like you're finally kind of getting the the shove, and then like you have to stop because you got concussed from somebody right. else being reckless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and we don't need to, you know, that's that's all. I do think it's worth addressing because it's 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 kind of leading into a bigger problem that WWE itself is perpetuating. But you know, we don't, you know. It's it it's an on, unfortunately it's an ongoing thing and, and hopefully there will be uh you know accountability for it and and if that just means going to the performance center and learning how to be safer fine good yeah do it like yeah we, you know maybe she is in the back being apologetic and stuff but also we're never hearing that you know right. never those those kind of rumors tend to get leaked like where you hear like hear about that kind of stuff and you just don't with mm-hmm. her and we you hear the opposite with her and maybe some of that is some you know kind of gross bias against her like that going back to the like people being inherently negative towards her like it's hard it's hard to tell without actually being there but we also don't hear much positive about her you know yeah, I mean, she's not one of those people you hear like is helps other people or like is helping mm-hmm. younger talent or whatever you just don't and yeah even like it's again also hard to tell, but like even on through social media, you can kind of tell on social media who are friends with each other and stuff like that. And I'd say Naya used to be part of that circle that you'd see like 
oh, people commenting back and forth and stuff like that. And like, if she comments on something, people reply to her, even if it's in character, it seems like in good fun. Yeah. It, I don't see that anymore. You yeah. know, that's just my personal view on it and stuff, but I don't see it, that at all with her anymore. Yeah, totally. It's, it goes to that thing of like the, the agreement that we have with, with professional wrestling is we will suspend our disbelief uh, to watch you perform. But the second <clears throat> that that tension gets broken by somebody actually getting hurt, we want to know that they're okay. And that the person who hurt them knows that they did something like, you know, Hey, whoa, this is uh, outside the bounds of what we agreed to watch and what you agreed to do. Uh, it, so that's, that is where it's that thing of like, it gets that, that heat where you're just like, I don't want to see this person. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else for Monday? Um, speaking of, you know, we've, earlier mentioned a bridge too far speaking of which alter bridge edge is going to be in the royal rumble yeah that that adam guy's a hell of a promo isn't he he really is really is it just like was ridiculous like he goes on there cuts his promo from his ring that he has he just turned the lights off in his garage and just like had like a flashlight i guess and (laughs) just his like grit and like i love the gritty like looking edge like he's older and he's grittier he's been through some shit i love yeah. it and yeah he just talks and like you believe him you, like you're able to suspend your disbelief like you're not looking at adam copeland playing edge you're like oh this is edge i'm watching that's edge. the thing i like this edge more than i ever liked the rated r superstar uh you know i like oh, yeah. i liked the stuff it's with him and christian good. like it was good you know but like and i was that but i was the age where i wanted to really like the rated r superstar you know, like I was cool and all, but he's I, fucking in the middle of the ring. <laughs> Whoa, dude! Whoa. I'm sick. Show. I want to win a title. Um, but he, <laughs> but this version of Edge <laughs> is the most like honest, like professional wrestler <laughs> out there right now. Because it's just it, he does nothing feels disingenuous. So, about so it. people, yeah, people talk about like how like you can tell when somebody like really knows who their character is, and like. Edge knows who Edge is. Like mm-hmm. Adam knows who Edge is, and it's like he plays it. And like then, like I said, you don't see like Adam Copeland playing Edge. You see Edge. And like mm-hmm. yes, and it's just this evolved from like being just like the weird kid, like when he just showed up randomly, just hanging out in the streets yelling, to becoming like you know the rated R superstar, and then like everything in between. It's like mm-hmm. you see all that and like the years of shit and losing his dream like see it in his eyes you see desperation and it's like fuck man you're just killing it with this mm. yeah 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 like totally. even like you look back to like when he you know showed up in the the rumble last year in that moment where like in his eyes like he, he was like crying you know like you could mm. see the emotion like hit him and then you know then look at like the intensity that in his eyes like in this promo like it all feels like like he's emoting like the same way no matter what the emotion is like in a good way like it's all within character like yeah he has the most intense like just stare and because like, what's he right? like he he conveys more through like just his facial expressions than like anyone because like what's more real than you know you have a you have a fantastic family uh you're a fucking viking on television your shit's going well for you in life, but there's this nagging thing that was taken away from you a decade ago. And then again this year. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And there's, 
what, like it's such a uh, something that an audience can grab onto is this idea of unfinished business or, you know, like things could be going so well, but there's there's something unresolved. And that's like, I'm rooting for him because you want to see somebody like satisfied, you know, and we want that for Edge. And this version of him is just like, yeah, I, I just really want to see Edge satisfied going back to the live sex celebration. Dude, yes. <laughs> I just want to see Edge, Edge finally, finally, after all the edging. Hashtag wow. let Edge explode. <laughs> so, who do you guys? So, like, you know, at one point I thought there was he would be the favorite to win the Rumble and then go against Randy, but I they already did the weird Randy, you know, short title. So, I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah. Again, it just like doesn't seem where the path they're on anymore. Do you think it's AJ or who do you guys think it's for him at the Rumble or I mean at, at Mania? Yeah. I think he might get the shot against Drew, but not from the Rumble. That that makes sense too. Like Elimination Chamber, if they do that, like yeah, either that or AJ is the other one. I was I was talking with Jenna with because anybody that like needs to work with somebody and they want to give him a good match, they just throw AJ at him. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And Edge wants that AJ match. Like he talked, oh, yeah. he used to talk about that on on the podcast and stuff, and then like. He he wants that match for sure, and I'm sure AJ wants that match. Oh yeah, and that it, would be it, so good. It'd be it'd be a phenomenal match. Um, I think maybe what AJ's in it. Something with Brian would be cool too. I don't know why or how I they think, would build to that. I don't know. Nope, nope, nope. You get you leave Brian out of this. He's busy. <laughs> yeah. I would just like to see those two. I'm just thinking he's busy matches. that night. I night. do want to see that match. <laughs> exactly. I'm just thinking of matches I want to see. But you are Kevin, right. Kevin would be cool. Mm. Mm-hmm. Go with the Canadian thing. Yeah, you got to have him against another Canadian. But um, I also know he does want that Drew match. Like, yeah, and I—that's I, like a marquee that, that that could headline one of the nights, like mm-hmm. Edge versus Drew, like somebody coming for the title he never lost. Like, even though it's lin- like the linear title is not that, you know? Yeah, it'd just be cool. Just, yeah. stay, just stay the hell away from Roman. He's busy that night. I too. like, and I like that they announced. You know, like, hey, it's me. I'm Edge. I'm going to be in the Rumble. I'm not going to do the thing that I did last year when it was really cool. We're not going to try to f- fake that. I'll be there. I thought that yeah. was a good way to, <laughs> to do it. He's already had two of the biggest Rumble surprises ever. Yeah. So, so to use him as just a place to generate excitement to watch it, it's like, yeah, that's the perfect it's, thing. It's, it's a good move. And then also on Raw, you had stuff with, uh, I'm intrigued with what the, what they're doing with the Hurt Business. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Matt Riddle, or sorry. Riddle? Riddle. The Riddler. <sighs> The Riddler, uh, run through them. Uh, Cedric's really fucking good. I heard that Riddle and Cedric was insane. Yeah, uh, he's really like Cedric's really good, and like he's the one that kind of got the showcase spot against uh, Riddle, and like he was the third match, so he was pretty much just like, "Hey, you're taking like ninety percent of this match. Go do your cool shit. Get your shit in." Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. he got his shit in, and like his character work he's doing is like really hitting ever since he turned heel it started to hit instead of just being hey i'm cedric alexander it's like he's prime alexander and he has swagger and he has confidence and he looks good in a suit and yeah. i love that uh big swole just always thirst tweets at him it's just the funniest <laughs> shit i love it yeah. tweets like, tweets things that like <laughs> he like he's not allowed to like on the legends night like the the meme she posted of like the hurt business and like the the uh, the T talking about 
like Hogan being there. Mm. Yeah. Like so stuff like that. Like, <laughs> I don't think that's it, Terry. Yeah. <laughs> um anything else of note happened? Seamus just is um kind of putting in some work mm-hmm. last oh, few mm-hmm. months. He yeah. definitely is. Also, one other thing is Alexa Bliss got RKO'd. Oh right. yeah, from Sunburned Randy. Mm-hmm. After she defeated Asuka. But I mean it's like a DQ thing. But yeah. Uh, that's well, right. I mean, yes. they, I mean, they really Sun- didn't ever declare to finish. The that ref disappeared. So, yeah, where do the ref like? They need to explain that, like, where the refs go, like, to say, "Oh, like John Cone ran away, scared." Yeah, or just the guy got <laughs> teleported somehow. Yeah. Like, yeah, just show him in the back, like suddenly, like just. Why like, does Randy? Why have am I here now? Yeah, where? Why is Randy getting powers? Did but, he ever know. have powers in his last feud with Bray? No, he just burned shit. Yeah. I'll be back in one sec. I gotta grab something. Okay. Um, I bet it's a butt. I bet so. Just go and grab some butt. But I think that, yeah, you know, that's it, Raw. It, it's like it was the go-home. It was the go-home for the Royal Rumble. So there wasn't anything like, you know, yeah. super, and super al- pressing. And there's almost never pressing stuff on Raw anyways. Yeah, Raw like, is kind uh, of... Like kinda... Gold- Goldberg when was there and like Miz and Morrison, Morrison. looked stupid. And Goldberg and Drew, yeah, destroyed them. It's yeah. it's going to be a bad match no matter what. <laughs> I think like I don't think Drew actually like matches up with big guys all that well. Uh-huh. Like I think Drew, like I think Drew's a really good worker, but he needs someone to be the like a faster pace guy in a match with him. To like keep yeah. the pace up, and yeah. Goldberg ain't that. I mean, unless the match only goes a minute and a half, then we could see Goldberg really uh, explode out there. But, but yeah, that, I mean, yeah, I don't think the match from Raw that needs. Yeah, I don't think there's like a a win win scenario for that goal for the Goldberg Drew match because if it's short, that's better for Goldberg, but nobody wants that. Oh, I got a I got a win win for you. Goldberg wins the belt, then Miz cashes in and wins on Goldberg. That would be fun. Right okay. There. You know That's what? After, not there, dude. after how much they've been bearing the the Miz lately, I'm so scared. I you know what? I would like that because that's how much I hate Goldberg. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and and I don't that's coming from some like I didn't used to hate Goldberg. I liked his run like the thing. I have a, stuff I have a picture of him right here. You, no one listening can see, but that's a picture. Oh, of yeah, Bill Goldberg of, right there. You meeting him at a, a car dealership at a car dealership when I was a boy. I remember that picture. Um, we talked about that on like the second episode of the show. <laughs> but yeah, Goldberg, you know, beloved legend. Sure. I just like, I just am so sick of him showing up this exact same time every year. Mm-hmm. And the last two times that he's done it, burying like younger talent, you know? It's yeah. like talent that really does need to get over too. Yeah. Re- like it's been so bad every time. And I'm just sick of him um, mm-hmm. and being in this exact same spot every year. I will say it's not necessarily his fault, but I get it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he should not be like, they need to not use him as like this kind of crutch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, I'm so just for the like sense of me that loves chaos and loves like WWE making the worst decisions ever. The list of people who've ever beaten is ever beaten Goldberg is real short, and if the Miz was on that, 
would be kind of hilarious. It would crack me up. I mean, I would. It would genuinely make me at wonder what's going to happen next, and that's exciting. I mean, Drew would just beat the Miz for the the title on Raw the next the day. following night, which I would honestly. That's I cool. mean, it, it'd be one of those things where you're just like, oh, yeah, the Miz had the title for one day for no reason. Uh-huh. Like that was, oh, it's like Zack Ryder against the, actually the Miz. Uh-huh. But see, that was good Miz. Like if, if it was that version of the Miz, it was 2016 Miz in this spot right now, it'd be like he'd be legit, like as a Money in the Bank holder, because that mm-hmm. version of the Miz was really good. Like he was a good talker. Um, yeah, like bet, he like, was a really good heel. Like in that intercontinental spot, this is not the same Miz. Different Miz. Okay, I think that was raw. There's cannot imagine anything else worth talking about on that show. SmackDown. Uh, Sheamus uh, won the match between AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. That match started as AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. And somehow ended up with Sheamus like in the middle of the match, his music starting to play, and tagging in in a ongoing ten man tag. Yeah, that, it, was, started, it, was, it was a nine man tag, and then Sheamus is like, "Let's eat this bad boy up." It started as a six man tag, became a nine man tag, and then became a ten man tag. tag. After it was initially Braun, a singles competition, and then Braun just decided that he was back from the paintball tournament or the insurrection, whatever one you want to say. <laughs> And then he just was there. I will say he is looking. Uh, he's looking fucking trimmed. He's I think looking, he's. he's I, he posted something saying he's down to like three thirty or like three twenty or something like that, which is wild for how big a dude he is, and he's shredded. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know like how much body fat like he really could lose because yeah. he is just like shredded. He looks like he's gonna burst at the seams. Mm-hmm. It's like. Yeah. I'm sure good for like I'm sure it feels good for him and his body. Like you remember how bad he it looked when he ran like a year ago. Yeah, like his knees were not doing good holding that much weight. So yeah, like, good for him. Like just health wise. Yeah, don't love Braun as a person, but you know don't want to see a dude like suffering. Yeah, you don't want to see someone in their 40s like confined to a wheelchair because they just put it they went a little too hard. Mm. Yeah, you don't want to see that. Yeah. Um, but like on SmackDown, there was cool shit. Like Zach, you were saying before we went going Bianca Belair and Bailey. Like that's when we actually got to see a match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really good. I I haven't seen I, the I haven't seen the eight. You mentioned the the entrances. The eight K camera. It's it looks like a video game. Like it's so strange. I got to see that. I haven't watched it yet. It's like it, Uncanny it Valley stuff. Too. Yeah, they've been using it in football. I'm sure we'll all get used to it. It reminds um, me of like when The Hobbit came out and like you could see it in 60 frames per second. And, and it's it looked, just like a little weird. It looked like TV. Yeah. I don't care for that. Because movies are usually 24 yeah. frames per second. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's like they're fucking about to walk through your damn TV. I don't need to see them that clear. Yeah, it's very strange. Like I want to see who shaves their legs and who don't. Who was it that said that? There was a podcast. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Yeah. But it, it legitimately like looks Conrad like podcast. might have been. It legitimately looks like like the new the newest like NBA two K games, but mm-hmm. it's real life. Oh, it's I just, okay. It's so strange to look at. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Bianca like felt like her like glitter was going to like <laughs> fall off her gear into my living room. 
which would be sick. Be what so else happened sick. on SmackDown? Because I only caught the last 45 minutes. Well, um, the, yeah, yeah, so yeah, Bianca beat Bailey. Um, the only thing I didn't like, it was a really good match, actually. Like, Bianca, you know, she's been really talented for a while, but we always said, like, she, like, the, the, the moments between moves and spots was, like, where she needed to work. Like, just being comfortable, being just a wrestler. And I, her working with Bailey, like, she's that helped getting, that a lot. <laughs> that, that'll help a lot because Bailey is. Bailey is like seriously the Randy Orton of the women's division where you don't always notice how good she is until you just realize everything's perfectly smooth and like just everything flows together perfectly. And she like she's getting that for Bianca. Bianca's looking really good in the ring. Hell yeah, yeah, it's kind of like the like the Bret Hart's or Okada's Randy Orton's like everything they do is like so smooth and everything's always like at such a good quality that you forget how good it is because you don't have those drops. Mm. Except in that one Alexa Bliss match with the stick. Oh my God. I said, I mean, <sighs> Bailey from that. Bailey, this is your life era. Yeah. Was like, I actually, I watched her stone cold sessions. I and did she too. talks it's about so it a lot. It's really, really? good. Just, yeah. It's really good to just hear someone talk about like going through struggles in their career, like in general and like coming out of it and, like finding new their passion again. Like it's really cool. That's cool. That's kind of where we're exactly finding ourselves with Rhea Ripley at the moment. I feel uh, I I I feel it she's debuting Sunday. Oh, I do too. Mm-hmm. But I I've been seeing more and more things about the momentum that she lost after losing to Charlotte last year. And just like of course the pandemic came along and, and it wasn't like what sucks is that that match wasn't in Triple H's hands. Oh no, for sure. For yeah. exactly. And it wasn't necessarily one and we don't need to hash it now. It happened a year ago, but it wasn't one that uh Charlotte needed to win and it was one where um Rhea, you know, was just in position to be like the, one of the most on fire fucking people in the mm. company. And, and it was, just, it was even like they could have done the Charlotte win thing, but then still had Rhea like get it back from her or something like I'm really glad EO is the one who took the title and has been yeah. had it since then cuz EO is so good as champ so but good. like there are ways they could have redeemed that story but i think they had to change tactics pretty quick one because of becky getting hurt i think they were going to call yeah. bring charlotte back to the main roster but then charlotte went out yeah. um so like it was just this like and then pandemic hit and it was just this like horrible timing for everyone involved like it was yeah. just a botched thing in general yeah. But, I, you know, I think it is, but it, it happens in those things, too. When you look down the road uh, at wrestlers who have the most, like, um, story-esque careers, they have low points. And, uh, and you know, it's it's natural. In the, in the business, it seems like, you know, you're sometimes you're, uh, sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'd say, like, Bianca right now is definitely one of the top couple favorites to win the Rumble. Like, the mm-hmm. way they're putting... If she doesn't, then I think it has to be like Bailey costing it for her and then continuing this feud somehow. But like it seems pretty logical and that she would win the Rumble right now. It does. And like her versus Sasha would be a, like another one of those where it'd be a real like. I wish they would do a little bit more long term storytelling because then you can have like Bianca lose to Sasha and then have to like build her way back. Then like at SummerSlam or the next year's Rumble, like, like finally beat her. 
Mm-hmm. But like, I love I love a good chase and a good build. Like the Sami Zayn, like NXT run, I think just really spoiled me on that mm-hmm. because it's just like it was like over like years, and then he finally like wins, and you're like, oh my god, this has just been an entire journey. Like we went through something. Mm-hmm. And then, like, like they kept it going immediately with Kevin. And mm-hmm. That's where that story. You're saying you like long-term story building, such as things like King Corbin and Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio. Like I, that could actually I mean, turn into a pretty good long-term story if they do it right. I just feel like they. I feel like poor. I just. It feels like what Dominic to fucking is, Murphy and Aaliyah. I know. Well, uh, it, how about it got a little too fucking creepy. But, I'm just saying, like, at least tied together, or just like, hey, they decided, like, you know, Murphy's like, I just really want to focus on my career, so they're just taking a break. See ya. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. one, one other thing I was gonna say: the only other, you know, good potential would be Bailey costing Bianca the Rumble, winning it, being champ, and then that'll be a feud for Bailey as champion again. Yeah. Is that uh, that's too. how. That would be good long-term storytelling is Bianca then having to fight Bailey as champion. She's already beaten her when she wasn't the champion. Um, and I hope that's what they do because I also just want Sasha Bailey to get their Mania match. Totally. And for for Bailey just to pretty much win everything. Yeah. She's, she deserves it right now. Um, what else? I'm Austin. I'm here with Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see what else from Scott. Pretty good momentum, kid. Uh, he, he loves that fucking takeover Brooklyn match. He, he does so much, and like he knows the spots. Like, oh, the crowd's gonna come up here. Oh hell yeah, that was a good move there, kid. Oh man, <laughs> so up the, with Steve Austin. There's a band, Adult Mom. Do you guys know that band at all? Uh, that sounds they're, familiar. They're, they're super bad. They were um like in the news somewhat for, oh, I can't remember the name of the record label right now, but like there was a record label that like turned out to be really shitty and was like not paying artists and shit. And like, uh, it was like kind of like getting widespread. And it was Adult Mom was the first per- like band that like brought it to- uh, Was attention. it Burger Records? No, it was a different shitty record label than Burger. Um, okay. Uh, but they um, like tweeted out saying like, yo, women's wrestling is sick. What like- give me recommendations and I was the first person in there with the the Sasha Bailey takeover Brooklyn. I was like, yes. I was like, I beat everyone. Hell of a match. Hell of a match. You guys told a story, broke it down in the ring. Crowd came up. Straight up with Steve Austin with Luke Combs. (laughs) I see those commercials so much just from watching Mondays and Wednesdays. Every other commercial is straight up with Steve Austin. Yeah. Charlotte Flair. You like the ones with fucking Frank Thomas and uh, New Genix Total T, dude? I want him to quit trying to fuck everybody. <laughs> she'll like it too. Hey, hey, hey Frank, she'll like it too. Quit trying to fuck everybody. I'm, see, is I this a different? There. Is this the big hurt Frank Thomas, or is this, this is a the big hurt Frank? It's Thomas. the big hurt and Doug Flutie. They're uh, Frank they're Thomas pu- is trying to fuck everybody. That's... Pushing New Genix Total T, dude. Because after forty, you New Genix Total T with a unique man boosting formula. Oh my god. Please I don't love fuck it, me, dude. Big Hurt. No Big Hurt. No Big Hurt. Um, yeah, he's just literally just trying to fuck everybody. That's all that happened on SmackDown. Big Hurt tried to fuck everybody um, oh. in the commercial during the commercial breaks. <laughs> and then they're straight up with Steve Austin. 
the Roman and Kevin had a cool promo off. Oh, that's right. They've been doing awesome stuff. Like last week on Talking Smack, when Kevin just like fucking got super close and like whispered into Paul, and then they shook hands. Paul Heyman. We were talking about this before because I wanted to shoehorn this in somehow and bring it up. I watched that video. Oh my god! Is just like on this other level on Talking Smack, which is on the free version of the WWE Network. While you can still watch it, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's something we got to talk about eventually. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, he's just the way that like he just sits down and he's looking at Apollo Cruz and like you messed up. You're gonna let him kick your door down? Eat food off your table? Fuck your wife? And then, like <laughs> Apollo Cruz is like, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Like I'm talking smack. Like you can tell. Like they're not giving lines. They're not giving anything. It's like go out there and just like fucking do it, and it works so well. Daniel Bryan had a really good one with Paul. I talked about how, like, no matter what, he's going to get to Roman Reigns. Um, Kevin Owens obviously has great ones with Paul, but the two that really stick out are the one where he is talking to Big E. And it's like, you've always been there, but you've always been a tag guy, been a comedy guy. It's like, you need to step up for you. Like, I'm calling you out for this. And then this other one with Apollo Crews where saying that Big E was in a fucking wife. Yeah, I mean, good. I mean, good for Paul getting his cuck angles back on yeah. TV, even though he's not running creative. <laughs> uh, but does he let you come into his house, eat his food, fuck his wife? Would you come into my house and fuck my wife while I watch? I will pay you. Just uh, kidding. Uh, no, I won't. I, I was. <laughs> I, I believe how those ECW people like took no pay for months and just like went and like fucking were just destroying their bodies for nothing in front of like a thousand people because Paul Heyman just like he's a fucking he can turn it on and it's just like holy shit whatever you need me to do yeah I'm yours yeah That's that guy Paul. could that guy could inspire a frozen turkey to hop in the oven I mean to be fair yeah Paul also promised some other things you know yeah you want to come fuck my wife instead of getting paid <laughs> oh yeah was that real no. Oh, oh. That's okay. more of a Jim Cornette thing. I was like, that's more of like a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Paul is an, is actually a cuck himself. He just lo- loves the idea. I think so, too. Like, like he, <laughs> yeah, never mind. Um, so should we, ho- should we just hop in now on this momentum and talk about the Rumble? Or should we get on to the Let's the talk Wednesday? about another thing that we kind of alluded to. So WWE is moving the network all the oh, yeah. Peacock. They're getting oh. paid a, like a billion dollars over five years. Yeah, yeah. And okay. also now they don't they don't have to disclose the number of subscribers on their investors' calls, and so it's no longer disappointing. And <laughs> Peacock is just hand, like NBC Universal is handing the money. Yeah, a boat mm-hmm. of money just got like backed in to fucking Vince's house, and it's like here you go. And five dollars a month got put back into all of our pockets. Yeah, it, which is which is great. And because we only you only have to go at the um, medium office uh, tier. Yeah, office number two. Is that really what they call it? No, um, so they were selling it like when Peacock first launched. They were selling it based on how much of the office you could watch. It was like get what the first season of the office for free. Get half the seasons for five. Or all the seasons for ten dollars a month. Oh my! I can God. see why NBC Universal wanted to do this because their streaming platform Peacock didn't really like the world on fire when it first first came out. But you get something like WWE, which right now has like 
I think it's like 1.2 million subscribers. Something like that. You grab a million of those that come over on your your service now. Now you're starting to look okay. Then mm-hmm. you add in all the white people that love The Office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> white people love The Office. I mean, you. absolutely, it's true. I, I mean, I, I don't necessarily love The Office, but I will say this. It is something that white people fucking love. It's true. Uh, I'm very much the same boat. Like, but I've watched it all. I used to love The Office. I remember absolutely, absolutely. the times when I loved The Office. White people love The Office. Cheese boards. Sweet yeah. Caroline. Da, da, da. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, I'm trying to remember what um, the, the chief on Parks and Rec says that white people love. Rachel Ray and something something else but it's yeah and matchbox 20 is another thing he says <laughs> oh that M- moms love matchbox 20 but mm. um and also the mackerel are uh producing an adventure zone cartoon for peacock so you know yeah just, and there's yeah. gonna be a, there's gonna be a uh tele a tv series of mcgruber on peacock which is also gonna be very fun that, that's actually perfect because the wrestlers in the movie oh that's true well they all fucking blew up that's true (laughs) and jericho is was one of them and he's no longer yeah oh that's true um yeah that's true so peacock that's gonna be very interesting i saw somebody um putting up a really good uh thing about how right now like the wwe network is actually a very comprehensive good app that you can navigate through pretty well, which way it was not, it has it, it, that's only, I've really Definitely been that way the last year. That way. It, it's yeah. only been that way for about maybe a year now, but uh, the Peacock search function is hot garbage. And so seeing if they're going to be able to move the entire platform in, in its current iteration to Peacock, or if they're going to have to merge with whatever their, their search function is, oh, man. a much, much more terrible maybe, maybe uh, it'll be thing to use for, like for the WWE app and network app, it's like you just sign in with your Peacock credentials. I hope so. I hope that would be a cool way to do it. And then you can also sign in Peacock. But they probably want you to actually use their shitty app. They probably do. So hopefully they either make their search function and their app more robust and usable. uh, Or yeah, they give WWE a little more autonomy over their app. But Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's going to happen. It's actually interesting. I didn't even think about this till literally right now but a week before the peacock news was announced i got one of those um wwe um like surveys about the app about the app and the network and like mm. actually did it um just because i was like I do bored one day and like it was a lot of talking about just like how you use the app and stuff like that like mm. what you use it for and how often you use it and stuff like that And it was literally a week before the Peacock news was announced. So I, I'm sure that's market research for like, Hey, how we're going to integrate it. What's important or not. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. It'll be what fast lane is going to be the first, the, the first. Yeah. It's like March, on the network. Whatever's in mid March. Yeah. 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 So fast lane that always great pay-per-view. <laughs> One of those ones that potentially has like a match of the year on it though. Um, that doesn't matter at all like because yeah. you know it's gonna happen but then it's just a really good match like yeah. like dean like dean versus was dean versus roman or dean versus triple dean versus triple h yeah, uh roadblock end of the line yeah end of the line one of those oh if you ever want to get fucking brady going talk about how um dean ambrose should have won that match and like they should have done a triple threat at mania mm-hmm. because it was his time and he'll go off for just forever 
But then we wouldn't have gotten that great Brock Dean match at Mania. Ah, uh, yes. And, and Dean's then, only uh, offense was a fire extinguisher. Oof. Brock was a little preoccupied trying to make some coin. And he did. As True. is his want to do. Um, and so you guys want to talk about Wednesday shows or Rumble? Or about the web- yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. We'll do some hopping around. Or bip and bop around. So what happened? Let's go with AEW. Uh, uh, it was actually a pretty good show. Hmm. I like it was, it was all right in my like I didn't hate it. I kind of I I just wasn't I don't know. I, to me, I like where it's going. I think I'm losing a bit of the track of of where they're trying to get to with AEW. Uh, I'm starting to feel a little bit like certain things are building in in fun ways, but I also like certain like obviously shit with Cody is always going to take a fucking main stage. But I do think that thing is is ooh, I I'm not. It's I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, the honestly, the only thing I'm really into right now is uh, Darby and his dad Sting. I am not excited to see him work. I do like John Moxley breaking down the the like who's dating who of AEW right now in his old promo. And he's like, but personally, I like my beer cold. I like my coffee hot. And I like sex in the morning because that's a good way to start the day. <laughs> and I was like, John Moxley, I like your simple man gimmick. Um, yeah, like Archer, I mean, I like, like most stuff Kingston does because Kingston's great. Archer can be good, but also like sometimes I just really don't want to look at him. I'm tired of, well, he likes yeah. to look at you. And by that, I mean directly in the barrel of the lens. I swear, Archer does the most staring directly into the camera at the audience than any anybody else in wrestling. And it kind of drives me nuts. I don't care for it. Yeah. And- Quit looking in my soul. Lawrence, Lance. Lawrence. I don't know. Lance. I don't, what is what's Lance short for? It's got to be short for something. Lance a lot. Mm. Lance to you. Yeah, Lance to you. Lance. Um, yeah. I also don't give a shit about Jericho MJF, but it's cool that Griff Garrison and Hillman Jr. <sighs> um, are you know getting a little bit more of a shine ski. It's and then like, Dolph Ziggler showed up. Oh, Rolf, yeah, Brian Rolf, Nemeth was there. Rolf Ziggler. He looks and ex- sounds exactly like his brother. Yeah, um, not as much of a shitbag. That's, you know, it's something. Ryan? Oh, I was, I he's, okay. He's fine. Like, he's super, like, like he's jacked. Like, like, he's good looking. And like I said, he's not as much of a shitbag. I hear he's actually, like, one of the, uh, he's, a good, he's, a, he's a good one, if you will. It just hit me this moment. Because I was like, isn't he a piece of shit? But I, it was Corey, Corey Graves' brother is a fucking asshole, right? Yes. yes. That's who I was getting them mixed up. No. Brian no, um, Nemeth, after a while, started calling out. Before anything happened, was like talking shit on Joey Ryder. Ah, uh, that's cool. And, oh, like, yeah. was, and like he like produced like a, like a short film or a movie about um, like wrestling that dealt with a lot of shit like that. Um, and just hearing him talking... He's friends also with like Trent and stuff. I'm like, oh, he's probably just a really weirdo that probably went opposite of his brother on certain things because like his brother's such a 
just so brash and cringy, if you will. Yeah. Well, hit me like a hit me like a truck. When I was watching uh, the MJF Jericho Varsity Blondes match, is because I was like Griff Garrison just has that look of something I've seen before, and it is one hundred percent Mimi Siku from fucking Jungle the Jungle, dude. <laughs> oh my god, that's him growing up. Tim Allen's gonna be their manager. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's exactly who it is. Um, yeah, sorry, we're, I'm bouncing around the whole. I'm also glad Pillman it. hasn't tweeted anything that was awful in the last few months. Somebody probably mm-hmm. at AEW said, "Hey, if you want to keep being on the show, shut your mouth." And he's like, "Okay." Yeah, I think he's. <laughs> he seems like one of the like some of the shit he said is just bad. He seems legitimately just dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, like because people like him, and he like, he seems like he wants to learn, but like everything that he's ever learned has been just like dumb and he's just not smart. Mm. And like, I think he also romanticizes a little bit about like old wrestling and that like quote unquote boys club. I mean, that mullet would lead you to believe so. Yeah. Also, he looks exactly like his fucking dad. It mm-hmm. He does. Like, he seems like, I think his dad would have been someone who would have learned a lot. I think he would have been similar to like, say Mick Foley. Like mm-hmm. Mick Foley, for the most part, except for fat shaming the elf guy um, on social media. Well, I can't uh, think of his name. The guy who played Drew. Bernard. Bernard. Yeah, he got he posted something about that was super fat shamey about mm-hmm. Bernard, and that kind of sucked. But otherwise, Mick Foley obviously gets like is for his age and st- stuff like that. Like he he learns and he like. Ad- adapts to changing times and i think that pillman probably would have been one of those guys like not one of the ones stuck like the undertaker who's like i miss when guys could have guns and knives in the locker room yeah i wish he would have said it in his gimmick voice that'd have been way better than his fucking dumbass now they're just my mark voice now they're just back there playing super mario at least michelle could throw a football if we wanted to play a video game, you had to go down to the arcade and spend money. <laughs> Mark, who, what are you talking about? I, I was given a Sega Genesis one time. I played I, it twice. And then I, I ate it. Thinking it was a <laughs> fun snack. Um, yeah, I think Pillman, like, you know, he would have been one of the, like, he, everyone always said he was like a really deep thinker and like a different kind of person than you saw in the wrestling business a lot like thought, yeah. like almost like Sami Zayn is now you know like thinks about stuff in a different way and like thinks about stuff that most people in wrestling don't and I so I think Pillman Jr. like lacking that father figure who grew grew with the times like so now yeah. he's like stuck romanticizing like I'm sure he's got all these legends like yeah exactly and, but yeah and he's young like you were saying it's it's something you hope he grows out of uh, they're continuing the Jungle Man and, um, like Dax Harwood. They had that match continuing the feud between those teams. Mm-hmm. It was a good match. Yeah. Um, I think that they, like, especially out of the tag team stuff, like they, the Revival FTR kind of explored different territory when they have to do singles every now and then, which is nice because sometimes, like, I love, like, some good old school tag team wrestling. 
but like sometimes like they go a little too old school with what is their going to be their opponent's best work like stuff mm. like with private parties like you know what like i know you're trying to make them wrestle but like they're not good at it mm-hmm. and this one i felt was a lot better of a job of letting jungle boy be jungle boy you know mm. sorry jungle jack perry boy man yeah yeah um and also show, like the the wrestling bits of it showed that he is like solid yeah like, like he's not at like fgr level but like I, i'm pretty sure he did amateur wrestling and stuff like that and you can see like he's a solid solid grappler yeah that, that was cool to see that side of him yeah and this is actually one of the kind of angles like i've at least been kind of paying attention to just because i i, I like the like them calling out like Marco Stunt, like dude, you're just like a fucking glorified mascot. It's like you guys, like you're not a, you're not the tag team. They're the tag team. You're just kind of here, like yeah. kind of getting Marco involved a little bit more in the storyline, and also like Jungle Jack Man Boy uh, got the you know got a victory actually. And mm. it's like they want him to be a star. He could already be a star. Yeah, um, he's a great wrestler. He's Luke Perry's son. And like he's super good looking. He like. He could be like a fucking teen heartthrob. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, same like Beyond Tiger Beat magazine, like his dad. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like, what are those magazines? Like Tiger Beat. Yeah, it's like there'd be like there should be a picture of him in there, like just fucking getting hung up on walls and shit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Putting it in your locker. Yeah. Um, that'd be pretty great, actually. I think that they should like have pictures of him up up and like show him like up in someone's locker backstage. Like, yeah, that'd be pretty perfect. Just like play off the, like the stuff with his dad, which I, I'm guessing it's his choice to not go there at this point, you know, like not bring up his dad. Yeah. And, stuff. yeah. and, and I totally get that, but they don't have to like bring it up. Just like do little references and stuff. Like, yeah. And just like, that it, would be pretty good. To be honest, even when we were just talking about that, I didn't even think about the comparison of his dad being a teen heartthrob in him because he just he stands on his own merit. You know, like it would be different if he was in a, uh, you know, like a, a salacious TV drama. I mean, other than I guess wrestling can be that. But it's like, yeah, he can stand on his own. It's just like a kid who's got good charisma. He moves like a fucking star. Uh you know, he just yeah, he's got good stuff. I I am curious to see how long the 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 jungle boy gimmick for him. I I'm excited to see whatever the next evolution of Jack Perry's. I um, think he's always gonna be probably jungle boy or jungle jack and it might turn into like jungle boy Jack Perry as like um JR calls him or Jungle Man or yeah. Jungle. God, jungle Man is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he turns into Jungle Man. It's the man jungle, Perry Jack. Prairie Jack. I think he's just gonna keep with get keep with like the name and just like he's just gonna evolve. Yeah, we'll see. I yeah. Jack Perry is a really good wrestling name. So yeah. um let's see what else happened on AW. I mean there we had the whole... Baker versus Shauna. Oh, we yeah. Shanna, to... uh, Shanna can no, go to hell. No, that's a better place. Shanna can go to hell? What happened? Oh, she's very, 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 very alt lady. Oof. Ooh, that's a, okay. That's some shit, too, about, like, not letting, like, people of, like, um, Islamic faith into their, like, into the country. Type of uh, shit, too. Yikes. Oh, just that nice xenophobia. I yeah. like that in my heels. Uh... <laughs> Okay, Jim Cornette. 
<laughs> it's a Vince Russo thing. Bro, I, never... I like when my heels are a little xenophobic because then you hate them. Are you supposed to be mad at them? What's the problem, bro? So that's uh, why it's okay that Vince McMahon said the N-word. Guess you're supposed to be bad. You weren't supposed to cheer it. God damn. That's exactly what they think. Yeah. Um, that sucks. Well, I'm glad that Britt Baker made her tap out then. Yeah, she sucks. Um, we got to talk about Cody and Shaq and then... I uh, don't want to. We have to. No. You have to talk about it. Shaq is going to show up and like meander through a match and get blown up faster than Luke Gallows, which is impressive. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I thought it was just such a, in pure, perfect Cody fashion, it was such a long way to be like, I have a new partner for this match. Yeah. like It's Red Velvet. It's Red Velvet. You had to have fucking Arn Anderson tell this story about Dusty wrestling the night before okay. Cody was born and Cody starts crying and it's just like fucking get to it. I'm so excited. I didn't even think about this. I'm so excited to talk about this. Uh, Cody doesn't know his own birthday. <laughs> yeah, right. He was like, does, the, does January 6th, 1980 mean anything to you? No. No. <laughs> it's the it's day your- before you were born, apparently, asshole. Yeah, like, okay. If someone told me like, hey, hey Zach, does March 24th, 1990 ring a bell? I'd be like, well, my birthday is March 25th. I'm assuming my oh, mom. Oh no! What? What? Yeah, my mom was having a bad night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was born in the I was born in the morning too, so she was pro- probably having a bad night. Yeah. yeah, same here. I was a I was an early afternooner, so. Yeah, you would. With a big head, apparently. Yeah, big yeah. huge head. Ninety fifth percent. It would. It would have. Yeah, it would have been in the morning if my head wasn't so damn big. Yeah, took, it takes took a while to get out. That brain, though. Yeah, because I'm so smart now. But um, you're still working on growing that that head a little bit. Just like <laughs> gotta be 95th percentile. I'm trying to grow into it still. Uh, the uh, Shaquille O'Neal, I thought at first was going to be on this episode of, <laughs> of AW Dynamite, so I was so fucking pissed off when he wasn't. But uh, yeah, it was a long. It was a long, literal fucking trip down memory lane to get to the point of saying, Brandy can't wrestle. Red Velvet's going to be in the match. Jack called Cody a punk. Yeah. I do like Jade Cargill. I mean, she's, she is physically like, like China level of just like, you are huge. Mm. Oh, and yeah, but I don't like her promos because she literally is looking like she's reading cue cards. Yeah. And yeah. Like, everything's very wooden. And she hasn't really been wrestling very long, and re- neither has Red Velvet. So I'm not excited for anything that's going to be happening. Because it's like the only person that has experience really is Cody. Cody. And I mean, I guess if you count Shaq in that Battle Royal, my favorite geek Battle Royal in the world. Mm. Just because Shaq, Tatanka, and DDP unannounced and like barely even talked about were in it. And it was just <laughs> the best. And like it sounds like a joke, but Baron winning was actually sick back then. Yep. So that was his call oh, up to the main roster was winning the Andre. Fuck, that's right. Then he had but, a feud with Dolph, because that's what you do when you get called up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Good Brothers Bucks. And yeah. Good Brothers and Bucks versus Dark Order. Dark Order are total baby faces now. Oh everybody yeah. works like a cool like style. 
And then there's fucking gallows just lumbering around, <laughs> super red, out of breath. <laughs> like everybody's going to do cool moves, and Carl can he can keep up pretty well. Yeah, but then you got gallows like just sitting down by the ring, the guy like the ring announcer just smoking a cigarette halfway he, through the match. Gas to the gills to look shredded, and you can tell he doesn't do cardio. Yeah, yeah, uh, and loves drinking. Yeah, like, oh. seriously. Um, it's just like because like they would go and do like a bunch of spots, like people be flying in, and there's just gals on the apron, like, oh my god, yeah, I forgot what wrestling is. How much are we? Let's go home. <laughs> Let's get to the go home. We got 20 minutes left. Oh my god, I'm gonna crawl. I'm gonna crawl under the ring. <laughs> um, like all like the two sweet spots, cool. Um, great. It, this it's whole, fun. Like, Going I did love Don Callis with the um the headband like the bandage on his head looking like a guy like trying to like sue someone who just hit him with their car like yeah. he like dove in front of a car to get hit. Yeah. No, I love I I love what he's doing with that. I just like this angle I think is really cool. Like the whole TNA or Impact AEW yeah. thing. That's it's cooled down I'm... significantly. Yeah. And I think it's it's Impact's fault. No, like no offense to them. There's a big stigma with them, and like it just doesn't feel important because it's Impact. Yeah, mm-hmm. it feels like too, it's yeah. second rate. Like we're can we just get through this? Like we already kind of saw the one thing we wanted. Yay! Like can we just go now? Yeah, mm-hmm. and like I don't know. There's like this weird unbalance, like between who's like crossing over in the show. Like it's it's strange. Like. Yeah, we got, you know, Kenny's the AEW world champion. We got him on Impact. So that's, like, a huge thing. But then, like, Private Party and Matt, like, Private Party came over, and they're not so big. But they're with Matt Hardy, who should be a huge deal in Impact, because he is a huge deal in Impact. But he's not the Matt Hardy that was a huge deal in Impact. So it still doesn't feel big. And then we get, like, the, you know, Impact Tag Champions back over which is feels like bigger deal than private party so like it's just like weirdly unbalanced and like doesn't feel cohesive that's what it's like like at least have fucking rich swan show up and beat somebody exactly have a a high profile guy on on impact side i think the issue is that rich swan is like wouldn't feel like a big deal on AEW because like impact doesn't do a good job of like portraying him as a big deal as their champion. Like, yeah. I think it would, it would if it was almost on. anyone else in that company, it would feel like a bigger deal. And I get, like, that Rich Swan story in Impact makes him, like, deserving of being in that spot. But, like, me as someone who only casually watches, like, pay, like doesn't even watch Impact, but, like, casually just, like, pays attention to what's going on over there, they don't do a good job of, like, saying why him being the champion's a big deal yeah i it that it's kind of what i was thinking like when earlier when i was saying i like what's happening on aew but i do feel like i'm losing where it's going because like you're saying it's there's these things that are in the works that are supposed to be these big deals but there's no indication of where the payoff's gonna be and i it just seems like they were expecting the, and for maybe a lot of people it is, but it seems like they're expecting that the the fans are going to just ride the wave of, Ooh, this is exciting and new. But, uh, 
you know, it's like that can only go so far. Yeah. I see like for me, I actually like am enjoying, I'm enjoying AEW more with this like element introduced to, to it lately. And I don't know if it's just because of this angle or just because maybe AEW is doing a little, little better, but at the same time, it's not as big a deal as it should be. It still could be way better. Like, and also they're still, we're still waiting for 2020 on that women's division. Cause like, yeah, we're yeah. getting a tournament and all we know is one match. Show us the bracket at least. Like, you know, like we uh-huh. know Riho versus Serena Deeb and that's cool. But like, they also said, and it's going to be on the U S side of the bracket. And we're like, wait, is there a non U S side of the bracket? What, what's the bracket? Like, what do you mean? How is this on the U.S. side when one of the competitors is Japanese? Like, you know, like it's just weird stuff like that still going on. Yeah, it's just disorganized. Um, but like that being said, like from start to finish, fun show, fun show. It's got to start putting, got to start gluing some pieces together. Mm-hmm. I watch it very distracted, and that's I think the best way to do it because if you just assume that you miss whatever holds this thing together even though they didn't actually give it to you, it, it, you know, it makes it a lot better. It makes it an easier viewing experience to just assume that you're the one that missed something. Not that. Yeah. But. All right. NXT. How about NXT? Um, real quick. I know that this is uh, breaking the fourth wall, but Isai, how's the audio looking on your side? It seems like things. Because I think we could just use this uh, Zoom recording if things are going off uh, the rails on your end. Can you hear us? Isai might not be able to hear us. So. So we'll figure that out. Uh, and, but we, yeah, we can, we can hop on over to, uh, to NXT. Oh, Isai left. Okay. I think yeah. I'll be popping back in here. Yeah, I'll reinvite him. So if this stays in the uh podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But you know what? What do you what else are you doing, huh? What else are you doing right now? I was thinking he was being pretty un unopinionated about <laughs> AW for the last couple minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um the with NXT, we'll I'll wait till he gets back in before we break anything down. But it was definitely a tag team heavy episode mm-hmm. of of it all. Hello, but, Isai. Hello. Oh, oh, that's so better. Oh, all I right, all right. It too, so. I didn't see the I didn't see the text from you. Um, so I was just like, man, Isai's super unopinionated about AEW for the last couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we let everyone know that you just uh your your favorite part of the whole thing was uh Yeah. Jay, you, I, there you go. Which honestly is kind oh, of one you. of the coolest parts of the episode. But we moved over towards NXT, WWE's NXT tag heavy episode. Uh I'm gonna restart again and invite me like in a minute. Um it keeps doing the same thing. Okay. We'll keep going. We'll keep going. There's, I got, I got actually, I got like the passcode and everything copied down. I'll hop in in a minute. Cool. Yeah, cool. just hop cool. back in. 
So should we start from the start then um, with the MSK versus Maverick and Dane? MSK. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, who's the white dude in MSK? Oh, um, Wes Lee. Wes Lee. That would, yes, that would make sense. Or Nash Carter. I think it's Wes Lee. I think Wes, Wes Lee's the white guy. I okay. Believe. He looks like somebody who was in every single fucking shitty, like, metalcore band oh yeah saw come through uh <laughs> your town it, uh, it nothing to say he mm. might be a fantastic guy who knows but uh <laughs> every time i look at him so far i'm just like suspect yeah i i said he looks like chuck taylor that is into Avenged sevenfold that's a great way to put it that's an absolutely accurate statement um it I like it. I'm I'm still I'm smitten with Maverick and uh, and Dane. I, I just think they're such a cool team together. Mm. Still so funny. And MSK is incredibly physically talented. What was the thing where I think Wes Lee went for like a standing shooting uh, star press and then press and wet, shoves and him. And pushes him, over. Into him Yeah, I was like, that's badass. Yeah. He's uh, saying that uh Wes it's Wes Lee is Zachary Wentz, right? Yes. Okay, he looks like Chuck Taylor. That Wait, no, quote. Wesley. Is Wesley is Desmond Xavier. He's Nash Carter. I'm pretty sure. Nash okay. Carter. Okay. Okay. Well, he looks like Chuck Taylor, but who loves Avenged Sevenfold? <laughs> That's the like most true statement. <laughs> it's really true. Uh, but yeah, and MSK beat Maverick and, and Dane, but they had to. I mean, they're the they're the new kids on the block. Mm. It was a fun match. Um, I love that. Yeah, the music is so funny. And yeah, <laughs> I I love that they're both just wearing jeans now. It's like the only difference between them is that for some reason Drake doesn't own a black belt, only wore a brown leather belt with black shoes. Feels like he'd be the one who knows better out of the two. But so this is, and I don't. This is going to innately sound rude towards Drake Maverick, but when he's wearing those jeans. And running around with no shirt on, he kind of just looks like a little kid at a birthday party. He does. I mean, he's five foot two. He he looks like Killian Dane is like his like older brother that he just fucking loves. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I and was I'm fine with that. Drake Maverick's height, legitimately in fifth grade. So, but five two, <laughs> you said five two. Yeah, he's five two or five four or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So at fifth grade, I was that height. Yeah, it's like how Rey Mysterio is five six. Wink. but anyway yeah msk is moving on it's good business it's got to be that way Mm. we had Um, raquel gonzalez and dakota versus Aaliyah and jesse kamea after that um, okay so i was just gonna say jesse kamea like she's gotten a lot better except her ring gear was some of the worst ring gear i've ever seen in my life and she has had better ring gear than that before it was a bad um, design and a really bad color where she almost looked naked, but it was just like a it was like she looked naked, but a grosser skin like flesh tone, somehow. like like she had some sort of skin disease. It was gross, I hated it a lot. I have to look this up. I didn't even it didn't even register to me. Um, Aaliyah's gotten better, mm-hmm. she's really good. She wasn't selling. the most green one in the match. No, that's crazy. Both her and Jesse have gotten a lot better, and Aaliyah has gotten a lot better at like selling and stuff lately. She's she's a really good like, I mean, jobber basically, but like 
yeah, she's she's been improving. That's cool for her to finally like have a spot that makes sense for her, you know. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Raquel and Dakota obviously won. That's um, one of the one of the best things. And Brian Alvarez is complaining about this, but I love that like they're gonna go for the hot tag, and then Raquel gets the tag as well when Jesse does, mm-hmm. and then just fucking runs her through her, like takes her head off and then pins her. It's like they're gonna go to a hot tag, but instead they they cut it off. Pin. I like yeah. that shit. I love it. Yeah, it's like an abrupt ending. Yeah, like. Yeah, made made like really puts over Raquel's dominance too. Just like, yeah, to get that hot tag and stuff like that, and then just be like, nope. They have been doing a really good job of that, of uh, of building Raquel. I think she's she like I, they're probably gonna wait and see if like she's the one to maybe take it off of EO. I don't think she is. I think she's a mountain for EO to climb and beat. Mm. And mm. Who knows? But who knows? Yeah, I like the triple threat. I mean, you can still keep like one of them coming out of the triple threat unscathed. It's probably going to be they're smart. It's going to be Tony. It'll be Tony time. It is Tony time. What did y'all think of uh, Tegan Knox uh, working out with Wonder Woman? That's some cool shit. <laughs> That's pretty Captain, cool. Captain Marvel, but my bad. Um, Anya and I my watched bad. the whole video um, because it's wholesome Brie- as fuck. It is because Brie Larson. So Brie Larson is Anya's number one crush in the world, um, and loves Captain Marvel a shit ton. Therefore, loves Tegan like because because of all the ring gear and stuff. It was re- it's really good. Like it's cool, not just like a as a workout video. You now, like they're talking and stuff like that, and talking about like the impact of like the character Captain Marvel mm. on like young kids and stuff like that, and like. Um, at one point, Tegan talks about like how she like draws inspiration to be like brave for young girls who look up to her through like by channeling Captain Marvel and like how that same idea was like gave her the courage to like come out as as bisexual and things like that and like that was really cool. Like it was really cool and just cool. very wholesome. They're both dealing with knee injuries right now, so Oof. also yeah. said she's ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Cool. That is cool. I know it's like going to be like her second one on that leg. So I just hope to God she doesn't do it again. I know. She would be, I think she'd like maybe she'd be champion, champion by yeah. now. Like she'd for sure be NXT women's champion by now. And she was supposed to win the fucking May Young Classic. Right. Mm. I mean, I, on like just thinking about it, I would be so, if I was in her shoes, the mental, the amount of like mental anxiety that I would have towards you, you get injured twice like that. It's just like, could you, is it good? Like three my times. brain would just be like, it's definitely going to happen. Yeah. Three times. My brain's like, I can barely walk anymore. This thing's going to fucking pop. Right? Yeah. Just Obviously like, she, she's a strong badass, and I know she's working hard to get there, but the, the mental thing to get over there too, I'm sure is, is really hard. And just like anytime that you have an injury, and you like come back from it it's it takes so much like mental energy to like be confident with that like to trust your body like i i sprained like a wrist that i broke back in high school like a couple weeks ago 
And the moment, like, it, it popped pretty good when I sprained it. And I was just like, oh, no, not again. Like, right. And that's been, like, over a decade since I broke it, you know? Uh-huh. Like, and so imagine just, like, how, and legs and knee, knees, like, being, un- like, what you need underneath you. Like, it, mm-hmm. it'd be so hard to be confident again yeah. doing anything on those. And it really is, like, a, uh, you know, a, a test to, to Tegan Knox's fortitude as well to not be, like... I don't know. It, it, at some point you kind of wonder, you know, like what, what would it take for someone to be like, all right, I'm out. And it, she definitely has not hit that limit le- yet. And so that's a uh, good for her. Yeah. Lucky, luck, luckily she's still young. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, it, it's going to be tough. I mean, it's just tough to come back from like any like knee injury or leg injury, but it's like breaking your leg, tearing your ACL, doing it again, all while like being in a business where like it's a lot about timing. It's a lot about that kind of stuff. Like An explosion, momentum. which is like what ACL like yeah. injuries can take away from you. Uh, yeah, it's it's just it's tough, and so I, I hope for the best for her, and especially because like her whole run's been just marred by injuries. She's yeah. never had like they put her. I mean, fucking Michael Cole was about to sacrifice his fucking children. Yeah, mm-hmm. For, mm-hmm. I love this girl. <laughs> <laughs> My pick to win it. That's like how you know, like they're like. Put her over the fucking top. Yeah. Like, Say you like, love her. And she was positioned, I think, to win the whole thing. And yeah. Yeah. And then, like, everything was finally coming back. She was getting momentum back. You could tell she was getting more comfortable in the ring. And then it happened again. I know. It's sad. Yeah, it sucks. Um, but I mean, like, I just hope for her, like, that this will make it even better once the payoff actually comes to this whole story. No documentary line. this time, though. <laughs> No. Yeah. It made it worse. Like, what do you think about it? Like, they just like did that big old documentary on her. Like, yes, here it is. And then you're like, oh no. Just yeah. prepare all that footage. Don't release it until after whatever the top of the mountain actually happens. And then, <laughs> like, not even just the top of the mountain, but then like the six months after, like, yeah, you know, all of, all that. Like, let it all happen. Yeah, do one of those, like, 365 documentary. Do a whole year of of what's going to happen. That'd actually be really cool just because of, like, the ride she's been on. Yeah. (laughs) In that larger scale. Um, After that, we got Bivens and uh, talking about how Rust, he may have lost to Bronson Reed, but that's a blip on the radar. Uh, And then he fought a Jabroni. One of my favorite things is um, Tyler Rust. His name before was Rust Tyler. (laughs) Like, they didn't try at all. Yeah, yeah, just like Daniel Bryan, Ryan yeah. Danielson. Um, I, I I like that. I like Tyler Rust, and I like Malcolm Bivens, and I, I think it's fun. Um, it's just it's one of those like weird story building things that NXT does, where it's it's kind of like flying under the radar a little bit. It's just it feels a little ancillary to some of the bigger things going on. But I think that's such a good team, and I I am excited to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Um. Apparently the um the dude that his the Jabron that got beat by Tyler Rust, his name's Red Death, uh Daniel Garcia. Uh mm-hmm. he's like a young wrestler and like Jenna and a few other people like were like like oh shit, like that's Daniel Garcia. Apparently he impressed a lot of people. And I think I wanna say he's like like really, really young. So that might be a guy that could end up getting a contract, which cool. is super cool. That's you awesome. He's one of the one of the Buffalo one of the Buffalo boys. Buffalo his name is Danny Garcia? Danny Garcia. He's the Rock's wife, ex-wife? Yes. <laughs> it's a family affair now on NXT. 
Wow. No, cool. um, yeah, it's like with Kevin Blackwood and like Puff and like Butcher and Blade, like one of those uh, um, Buffalo Boys. Gotcha. That's cool. Well, it's, you know, Buffalo guy losing, not that surprising. Oh. Sorry, Bills <laughs> fans. Yeah. I had a rough Sunday. I feel very bad for you. Um, let's see what else happened on NXT. Uh, uh, Grizzled Young Veterans versus Ruff and Kushida. Oh, that was a really fun match. Yeah, I'm excited that they're like, I was worried for a little bit with, with Loomis kind of lurking around, but looks like he's going to be fighting Theory. That's what I was hoping because they kind of tease it. So I'm glad that they're staying away from Loomis and Gargano. Because mm. I want Kushida Gargano, and I want them to like fight for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah I want them to trade that title back and forth a little bit. Yeah, yeah. nice. Um, Kushida's really good. I like that they let the Grizzled Young Bets get like a straight up pin on the Unruff. Um, I like that Ruff isn't didn't just go to straight back to being a geek. Like he's a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's legit in there. He just he lost against a like, and they really put over Grizzled Young Veterans are a tag team. Kushida yeah. and Ruff are just thrown together and like mm-hmm. you know, grizzled young veterans are really, really good. Yeah, and experience is gonna win. Shoes off. Yep. Everyone had their shoes off. Um, Kurt Stallion had a really weird <laughs> It was really strange. Uh, he like really tried to turn on like a southern accent today. <laughs> yeah, when he was talking about Seeing the stars driving from Texas to Chicago and just like from Texas to Chicago, 19 hours one way for a shot. The lone star. It's like I I I I didn't see it at first because and Janet just told me that Kurt Stallion had a weird interview. <laughs> and then we were listening to uh Brian and Vinny review the show and just talk about how weird that interview was. So this morning I had to go find it. This one, like, oh, this is so strange. Yeah. Then, like, um, so he was supposed he to have a, a, a match right this back. week, right? And then, yes. But he was attacked. But then, like, obviously, Carrying Cross left a cult, like, one of his little playing cards, or Scarlet left him for him on Legato del Fantasma stuff. So that's all kind of intertwined right now. Which is so strange because what's gonna happen? Because is Carrion gonna be the cruiserweight champion? <laughs> he cut down to two hundred five. <laughs> I mean, Scar- right now Scar- over in UK, that's a storyline with Trent Seven. Is Trent Seven wants the the UK cruiserweight title? So can you imagine him cutting to two hundred five? No, oh, no. I, I mean, I think it'd be rad, I think it'd be rad to see a sh- just like like Tyler Bate shredded t- Trent Seven. They would just look like twin brothers. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that's I didn't know that was happening on the UK. I, I just I show up for the big matches over there. And speaking of big matches, we're gonna get a real good one here soon over there. Biko uh, Satamora is officially announced being signed. He's mm. heading over to the UK as she already is already going to be there as a player coach. And uh, Kaylee Ray is a little scared now. Mm-hmm. I want her to be the women's champion and Walter as the men's champion. And I, they're the final bosses. Mm-hmm. And 
as I said, when you texted us that I want Mako to then beat Walter and have both titles. <laughs> I just want in like a little bit of time, Ilya Dragunov comes and finally beats Walter. And mm-hmm. I love like just everything that he does is great. It is. Like when he got chopped super hard and he had like that Walter P- PTSD and it came back and just fucking fired up and was mm-hmm. going to town. Mur- uh, murdered um, Jack Stars. Yeah, recently, like, and he's still like doing that angle of PTSD. Basically, I love from it. Walter. It's good. Let that carry on, and like, when you can bring that over to the states, like, have that play out on a takeover. Mm. Yeah. So back to standard NXT. We see what else? we got. Tony and Mercedes. Tony and Mercedes, like, were. Like taking, like want, going after EO, and we're gonna get a triple threat. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I like sure Mercedes is eating that pin. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, could see that. But that's gonna be that's a really cool like mix of styles. Like all three of them are a little bit different. It'll be really fun. Yeah, and like uh, I don't Tony Storm and EO Shirai haven't uh, wrestled each other yet, have they? Not in NXT. I'm sure they did in Stardom. Sure, sure. For the, they're the finals for May Young, weren't they? Was it? Was it Eo and? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it will be a rematch of the century. I, I, they do have good chemistry together, uh, so it makes sense that they've had a high profile match together mm-hmm. already. But. uh and yeah, like these cool. are different versions of both of them since then, so that'll be cool. Like this is yeah. heel Tony, and then this like tweener EO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, it was oh, babyface versus of... babyface last time. I love just the like, I don't like you. Mm-hmm. It's it just it's good times. Also, I'm in love with the colossal Bronson Reed. I think that gimmick is so fun. I think he's oh, so yeah. cool. I mean, watching you know, him and Isaiah Swerve Scott go at it was so fun. Yeah. yeah, like just the, the gimmick and the entrance is enough to make me love it because yeah, like, I'm the biggest Godzilla fan in the world. Oh, yeah. Um, but then also he's very good in the ring. Yeah. In, yeah. Uh, Anya like saw him for the first time just recently because I was like, oh, you got to see this entrance and you'll see immediately why I like this guy. <laughs> um, and she's like, oh, it's the thing just that he's big and slow. I was like, no, he, he, can, he is not. Like because at first he was just being the lumbering big guy because that's his entrance, yeah. And, and then like the match started, he's the bigger guy, so he's playing the bigger guy. I was like, no, he can turn it up. Like he's not just a big lumbering guy. Yeah, he oh, can yeah, move. Uh, and then yeah, Reed, so you know, Reed beats Swerve as you as you'd expect, but yeah, it was really cool. Um, and then I think just the main event left. We got my it's just a dream, the dream match for me. Mm. Finn and Kyle versus Tony and Oni. Tony and Oni. Jesus. Tony and Oni. Tony and Oni. Uh, <laughs> Oni Lork and Danny Birch. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. It was a really good match. Like showing like I love like I think it was Barrett putting over on commentary saying like, oh, Kyle and, and Finn instantly have chemistry because they know each other in the ring so well, mm-hmm. like from their matches, and Kyle is such a tag team specialist. It's, yeah, it's it's nice little. Uh, that's what you need to do as commentators: pepper stuff in like that, mm. so like you help build the psychology, you help build the match, you paint the picture with us. Yeah, 
like I miss Morrow on takeovers, but on a week to week like basis, I love this team. Like, and, and like bad news Barrett is perfect. He's great. Like he's yeah. so good. And I, I love, I think the more um, comfortable both uh, Beth Phoenix and big Joseph get uh, it's just like I, the, they have fun with each other. I love when Vic Joseph and uh, like, he'll just like uh, basically just make fun of fucking Wade Barrett for some, you know, really like wrestling thing he says or whatever. They just, it seems like they're having fun and they do a great job. It really helps with, with Beth there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you like, don't have like the, the pauses and stuff. Cause they had to like do a, like a weird little system and all this stuff yeah. because you know, just with working remotely, as we all know, there's delays and it's live. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, like they they have figured it out now. Like their chemistry, the three of them is great. And they've got some bad news. <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking of like, which, see that he got his U.S. citizenship this week. Hey, congratulations! Yeah, good job, Stu. Good job. His name is Stu. Is it Stu Barrett? Bennett. Stu Bennett. You related to Mike? Yes. Nice. Weird that they don't speak at all the same. Uh, no, one well, of neither does Christopher, Christopher Nolan and his brother have different accents. One is British and one is American. For real? Yeah, because one was raised here and one was raised in the U- Christopher Nolan was raised in the UK and um, Jonathan Nolan was raised in America. <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh, yeah, it was, it was two stories. It was it was the two of them. It was the four men wrestling, and then it was it was it was Finn and Kyle. Or learning to work together and coming together to work, uh, you know, out of mutual respect for how much they can just beat the fuck out of each other. Mm. It was a great match. I love like, you know, after the match, there's like just the big, you know, like beat down, beat down brawl, like going on when Undisputed Era came out. I love Finn is so good at this character that he's playing. Like he always looks like to Kyle with like, basically let's saying like, I approve, approve of you. Yeah, and then looks at he's still not sure about Adam Cole and especially not sure about Roddy because <laughs> yeah. like he's given bro, that, I don't know why you're not sure about me, bro. Like he like looked and nodded at at Kyle and then looked at the other two just for a second and got out of the ring and like, like rolled on out. He, and I think it's like he's given Adam Cole that sign of respect before after their match for the title, like they did the two sweet and stuff like that, but. Like Roddy's still like he hasn't proven it to him, so I, I'm I'm curious if they're gonna go there and like give Roddy a chance to like prove himself to Finn, basically. Hope Roddy turns on him. I want a Roddy singles run right now, to be honest. Yeah, I, it'd be cool, it'd but be also fun. they're in the dusty classes. I know. I just want Roddy to do a singles run. I just like seeing him work singles matches. It's great. I, I, it's because like, I I miss shitty like shitty heel Roddy, and then. He also goes so well against like gritty babyface Kyle. I want to see that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Have that be like a challenge for this new singles run, Kyle, to have to like get over. They could even like reunite after to have Roddy be like, "I'm sorry, like sorry, bro. Didn't mean to hit you with the backbreaker, bro. Sorry, bro. Just like you know, like (laughs) jealous, bro. Yeah, I I would love that. I would love that. I I don't care for face Roddy as far as from the things I've seen in WWE. I don't know his stuff prior, but like, it's just it, him as a heel is just so much easier to 
buy into. Yeah, he has like that just that look on his face, like Ugh. yeah. But Calling people dorks and stuff. It's him, him as a baby face is great just for comebacks because he hits a million moves and yeah. it's so mm-hmm. fast yeah. and it's so good. And he has good fire. Him versus Brian Danielson, where he was the baby face underdog, mm-hmm. was, was some good stuff. Those seventy-five minute long matches that those two did. <laughs> four thousand moves all right y'all should we talk about the rumble Rumble? yeah we should talk about the rumble back in two seconds gotta pee Uh uh-oh i'm really curious about this year's rumble i think it's gonna be fun i think Uh, so too it's gonna be weird because this is like one of the most crowd dependent you know Right, shows shows for sure. Um, I mean, I think they're. I think they've done a good job. If basically you have to do the same thing, as you do for the rest of the wrestling is turn off your like brain and just buy into that this crowd is real, this digital crowd is real, and that these Uh reactions are real. Um, And I think they're getting to a point where they're doing a good job of faking like crowd the crowd reaction. What it actually is. Sometimes it's a little too much. Sometimes it is. And it and it's always like you know it, it's the biggest negative of everything they have going on because the Thunderdome really is a a pretty like awesome way to work around not being able to have fans there. But it, it it's just like it always sucks when it's just like oh they have control of the booze and the cheers where it's like it's like we already understand the narrative you're trying to push now don't make my brain think people are liking it. But um to be but you know whatever it 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 needs to be there or else it's just, I kind of would love to hear what it would sound like if it was just a bunch of like live mics from people's webcams and it's just oh shitty God. audio. And just, yeah. Yeah. Come on, Roman. Yeah. Go Roman. <laughs> like I would love, I would be fine hearing that. <laughs> Until but, 30 seconds in the first slur makes it through their filters. Yeah, that's exactly true. That's exactly true. But um, <laughs> yeah, so you're right. Uh, we should and, do that. Uh, I'll be curious if they like change the layout for like the Thunderdome to make it look bigger, you know, because they're in a baseball mm-hmm. stadium. Yeah. And like Royal Rumble, like is one of the stadium shows. So like, I'll be yeah. curious, curious if there's going to be like a longer entrance ramp and stuff like that. Or yeah, I'd like how it. They do have, it. Them, have them come out of the dugout again. That was fun. That was fun. I like that. Um, come down from the ra- the like rafters of the, the dome. Rumble was supposed to be in Seattle this year, wasn't it? Oh, was it? One of these yeah. big boys was supposed mm-hmm. to be. Yeah, was it? Was it, it going to be at T-Mobile? Yeah, slash former Safeco. Hmm. I thought so. I would have gone to that for sure. That would be badass. Um, I, I, I mean, there's a lot of things we've heard about you know the betting odds on the royal rumbles um but i what i'm more curious about is just because it feels like wwe has been so fucking horny for legends lately that i i wonder who we're going to be seeing uh in the in the ring mm. and beyond that just like any returns we're going to get and stuff like i would Bet a lot of money Seth comes back, and then bet a lot, but slightly less money that Becky comes back. Ooh, ooh! I definitely hmm. am expecting Seth. I would be very surprised if Becky came back already. Um, but that would be. She has been. Po- she posted some work. She's been in the gym. 
Like mm-hmm. she like it was with baby, but she like posted a picture like in the gym and she's like obviously been at it or like I'm gonna guess since the day after her child was born. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. That's cool. I want them to come back when they're ready to come back. I'm excited to see them. Uh, I'm, I'm happy we got a little bit of a break from Seth. I'd be uh, curious to see what his gimmick's all about now. Uh, I'm, I'm worried that they're going to... Hey, if you want to run with Seth as a baby face, like, right now is the time to do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, say he, that he, like he like going home, having his kid and stuff like reset. Changes life. Changes life. Like that's it's the easiest story to tell. Like and like easiest way to turn him baby face, like after all that he just went through, like, like in storyline, like if have he, him apologize if, to Ray. Yeah. It's so easy. Sorry for taking out your eye, bud. <laughs> I'm a dad now. So it's cool. <laughs> just like shows up with an eye. Like I got you this. It's like, yeah, where'd, you, Seth, where'd you get that eye? <laughs> Don't talk to Baron. Baron. I found it. I found it at the hospital when my baby was born. It was just I'm a like dad. Great in a surgery in one of the surgery rooms. It was floating in a jar. Um, I I I'm worried that there there's gonna be a big legend comeback, even if it's just for a night. Not worried. Just I'm concerned that there's not gonna be. It's gonna be focusing on on days past than uh, the future. Days of future past. There's going to be some past. X-Men in there. I mean, probably, probably maybe hurricane Shane Helms. I would, yeah, I would not be surprised if he, but well, what they should do as just like a nod, just cause like he's going to be there. It's just like a one time, just like really weird pop. Like for people online, abyss. That would be, that would be really cool for him. Yeah. Like, it's like give him like just the one, like just, Hey, go in there. Oh my God! What this is abyss? Like he like, and have him like face off with AJ Styles, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this weird little TNA thing, like that'd just be really cool. But he gets like fucking bumped out by like Braun. What's his real name? Um, or like his Joseph, Joseph, Joseph Park. Parks? Yeah. Even better, have Joseph Park come out, and then somehow turn in somehow turn it like go under the ring and turn into abyss or something. Yeah, and like him and like I like they can fucking bring in Kane for a quick pop. I was at Kane, but like, there's a part of me that's like, I, w- I bet they're, cause they got some money, you know, they just sold their fucking network for a billion dollars. I'm like, are we going to see, you know, is Austin going to drop a stunner on somebody? Maybe no. we're going to get one of those kind of pops. Unfortunately, no, are we going to, are we going to get fucking Hulk Hogan <laughs> doing a stupid ear thing? I, I don't know how they would, he'd have to win. Because I, I don't think he could take a bump. He has fake everything now. Also, like, the thing, I, I'm sure someone in WWE is smart enough to think about this, is if they ask him to get in there, he will find a way to get hurt and sue them if the relationship sours again. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just, That's just the way it is. Like, even if he never had to take a bump, he would find a way to say that he got hurt by being there. Yeah, yeah, he would. So they they have announced twenty one out of the thirty for the men. So so far we've gotten Daniel Bryan, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Otis, The Miz, Jey Uso, Cesaro, Jeff Hardy, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke, Big E, John Morrison, Sheamus, uh, Mustafa Ali, Edge, King Corbin, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, and Braun. 
So we have nine pretty slots. Standard fare. Pretty standard fare. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we get like, you know, Alistair. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a few NXT guys. Apparently they're they're there's like a new thing they're gonna do with this is like the word around town and like multiple sites have reported it. They're gonna do something with Alistair. They have like a new plan for him. They're just kinda waiting until things cool off and everybody's cool and like, hey, we're good now, we fired your wife. <laughs> okay. But apparently they, they got like a they have, there's a plan in place for him on SmackDown. So Okay. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, so we'll see. I probably we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So, um, you want to know the biggest favorite? Right. Is, um, is it is Brian? Daniel Bryan still? Yeah. Daniel Bryan at plus 125, Edge at plus 200. So, real close. The next we'll one see. is uh, Keith Lee at plus 700. I like, uh, I like knowing the betting odds, but to be honest, with how WWE books to the last minute, I really don't have any confidence that they have a firm plan of what they want to do towards WrestleMania. Towards the, uh, according to the sheets, apparently the Roman match is locked in place. So if it's Brian, then it makes sense. Mm. Oh, yeah, it does. that does make sense. But really again, cool. we are still always dealing with Vince McMahon. Like yeah, that is the, whims, the whims of a, you know, oct- almost octog- octogenarian. The, the Royal Rumble could be halfway over before Vince finally decides who's going to win. <laughs> I, I, it's not unprecedented that he would change things so last minute. So I, I'm kind of rooting for, for Brian. Cause of course that would just be a fantastic WrestleMania match, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, who's a, who's have been announced already for the women's match. So 13 out of the 30 for the women. It is Nia, Charlotte, Bianca, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Peyton Royce, Alexa Bliss, Shayna Baszler, Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, Tamina and Natalia. And big NXT contingent's gonna happen. You know, you're gonna get the Candice. Gotta get Shotzi. the Rhea. Yeah, Rhea. You're gonna get you oh, know Shotzi with the tank and going into the Royal Rumble is gonna be sick. Oh, that would be really sick. Yeah, you're gonna get those people. Maybe a Lana return. Is Shotzi gonna eliminate someone using the tank cannon? That'd be funny. Like someone who's on the top row like, and the crowd. Like just like for some reason he's like fixing one of the screens and she shoots. That shoots him That'd in the be ball. so good. <laughs> Like um, if, he, if he came out with Candice and then she like yeah yeah, yeah. great or um, someone I, yeah someone's like on the top rope like teetering off or something and she shoots their hands yeah <laughs> that'd be great um um oh, fuck wasn't this oh Lana's gonna eliminate Naya that's oh, a, yeah that's her yes. win that's her win right uh through a table too someone's gonna set up a table. Um, Sabu's just gonna show up. Oh shit! Well, is <laughs> everyone's like, "Call the, the cops! Call the cops!" It's what the ninety-eight Royal Rumble, whichever one had Drew Carey in it, also had that hardcore. Two thousand one. Two thousand one. That's when it was. Yeah, I also had that hardcore like division segment where it was. I had Dreamer and shit come in. It was Al, it was Al Snow, Dreamer, uh, Raven, Raven, and Kane. Like doing like in the ring got filled with like all like the hardcore division trash and the trash, trash cans can. and stuff and that's how they like were going after Kane was using trash cans. And that, I like, think it was the '06 Rumble where um, Sabu came, pulled out a table, sets it up on the outside, then Kane chokes lands him through it. That's sick too. The, yeah, they could do that. Do something like that. That'd be fun. I bet. I bet. <laughs> I would 
I would shit my pants and it would blow my mind. Lana just like does like a poison Rana to the outside, like that <laughs> to Naya through the table. Like eliminates herself, macho man style. Like that <laughs> the fucking Abushi and Naito's like oh poison Rana God. spot to the outside, but through a table. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. I feel like they've been. I've, I I don't know, but I feel like I've been hearing Trish Stratus's name around off, uh, a bit more now. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's tied to Royal Rumble. Uh, well, does Molly Holly have any gimmicks right. left to do in the Royal Rumble? Because she's done. Mighty, she was Mighty, she did Mighty Molly. Molly last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I guess she could be the right to censor one. Mm, there we or go. Like, like her, like, oh, she was on a right to censor. That was Ivory, but oh, she did yeah. that same gimmick like against Trish. So maybe. Yeah. Maybe Trish will be in there, even though she retired, but it's wrestling, so retirements I, are fake. Yeah. And Royal Rumble returns don't count. Exactly. That's true. Um, Remember that year JBL like went in there from commentary and it's like, oh yeah, and then he just fucking gets eliminated. If mm-hmm. you're gonna fucking bring him in, let him at least take one job. Let him, cl- him clothesline someone mm-hmm. out of the ring. I wanna you, see him just hurt somebody with that. I love it. Clothesline from hell is so good. Uh, wasn't that the year that all the commentary eventually got up? It was yeah, King I think that and was, Booker. I think that was 2011. That's when they had 40 people. Wait, no, that, no. 2011 was the year Matt Stryker was on commentary. It, I think it must have been the next year. Mm. The year that Alberto Del Rio won. I, I loved Matt Stryker on that commentary of the 2011 Rumble because, like, when Diesel comes out and he's like, ah! <laughs> and Booker T comes out and he's like, I'm marking out, bro! Oh, Booker, Booker T is for sure going to be in it. Bad Bunny's there performing Booker T. Booker T. Booker yeah. T's going to be in the Men's Rumble for sure. Hey, is it going to cool. be Booker T or is it going to be King Booker? Or I mean, it would G.I. Be bro. Good. I just okay, hope we, if it's I, G.I. Bro, I will laugh my fucking dick He's off. He's in G.I. Bro gimmick in the Bad Bunny video. No, that is I true. You just give me a spinner Rooney and a nice uh, head scissor fucking the kick. chop. The kick. Mm. And, uh, and a bookend. And I'm going home, and I'm going home happy. I want him to raise the roof like he did in the '90s or WCW. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, I'm just looking at these matches. Rome yeah. versus Kevin. Gonna be great. That's gonna be. Yeah, it'll be good. Out, it'll be. It'll be really fun. Last I wish man it was standing Shinsuke. matches. What? What was that? I wish it was Shinsuke just for something a little different, a different flavor. We've just gotten this Kevin match a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but it's I mean, gonna be good. Yeah. It, it is going to be good, but I, I'm with you. And I love the idea of a last man standing match with Roman. It's going to be great, but I'm excited to see what's next. I, I'm excited for it with these two specifically because last man standing matches can get like kind of plotting and Roman matches can, but Kevin will make sure it's not. Yeah. Like, Kevin will completely. Yeah. And with what they've been doing with fighting around the Thunderdome, like going through like tables off like the big platforms. I think Kevin's going to do something real stupid. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. yeah I think you said, I think you weren't in here, but I was just saying like, I hope that they change the layout for Thunderdome to have like a longer entrance and stuff. Like make it seem like the Royal Rumble would be like normally yeah. in a stadium for this show. Cause we haven't really seen that yet, but that'd yeah. be nice. Um, then we got Drew, <laughs> Drew versus Goldberg. I honestly, don't, I don't know where it's going to go. I don't think Goldberg. I don't think Goldberg is going to win. But. Drew's winning. This, this is this is a a Vince McMahon specialty. It's like he wants to build his his baby face and his his big star. You haven't beat a monster. Goldberg's the monster. 
I, mm. I just don't know if I have faith. I don't know if I have faith over the last couple of years that I, Goldberg's not going to make a little Drew's stinky different. poopy. Drew, Drew is different, but at yeah. the same time, like they've just like I'm the exact same scenario that we off the fiend. by. Fuck the fiend. So. I'm so mad now at the fiend that I'm happy that happened then. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you're only, well. If imagine if it hadn't happened. If it hadn't happened, maybe you wouldn't be upset with the fiend. Exactly. Like, no, just, because the Seth Rollins match still happened. That's true. And then all this goddamn bullshit with Randy and Alexa and like not lighting people on fire. Like they should have ended it when he lit him on fire. It's done. You he's don't need brain. more. He's, he's literally burned a man alive. Now he's just Bo's brother, Bray. Yeah, he's Wyndham. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm putting all my heart and soul into the hope that Drew McIntyre retains, but we'll see. I'm not. I talking. mean, It'd be sick if it was a Goldberg match against Goldberg. If it was just like a couple moves, Claymore win. Like, yeah. I hope it's like, I hope that like they go like the four or five minutes, Goldberg setting up for a spear, big Claymore, one, two, three. There it is. That's the finish. Yeah. Uh, We got the women's tag chant championship on the line next it's oscar and charlotte versus nia and shana i'll eat my own shoe if those titles change hands. I'm, I'm guessing it's gonna change hands because um i mean i have to eat my own shoe yeah oh uh, because like you don't want them like you have to have oscar go and do a singles match for the title and charlotte's gonna have a high profile match especially with two nights so just get the titles off of them Go do a, a nice four-way with the winners of the Dusty Classic, a Raw team, and a SmackDown team at Mania. There you go. Mm. But I think, but isn't Shayna is Shayna also in the Women's Rumble match or announced for it? Yeah, they yeah. both are, but it doesn't so, matter. I don't know. I think uh, depending on how they get tossed out, it, it you know, I I don't I don't I don't know. It'll be interesting to we'll see. see. I don't think it's going to yeah. change hands. No, well, yeah, we'll see. I could also like I could see because WrestleMania is two nights. Having Asuka pull double duty on two separate nights, like have Maybe. the tag titles the one night and the the Raw women's title the other night. So yeah, yeah. Um, and then finally we get Sasha versus Carmel. Um, Somalia <laughs> is good. Somalia is good, and like his backstage segment with Sasha this week actually was really fun too on SmackDown. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, like brought her brought her some wine as a quote unquote gift from Carmella. Yeah, the the match isn't gonna be. I mean, it's oh, we're, okay. We're, hold talking, on. we're talking about it last. It's not the main event. It's good, no, but it, I want to before we get to the match. What are they doing with Kalisto? Uh, I don't know. He's just Sasha's shoot friend. Yeah, and like just like with the fucking, just the way he was talking, and then like. His fucking fedora and shit. Like, he's doing a new character. Who I think maybe that's just him. I, I no, I got, I'm literally just like, like yeah. I, I was like, wait, what's going on? Because that, that's not like how he sounds. Is the thing? No. Like, that's so not I've his seen, normal voice. I've seen pictures so of him like, on the beach in a fedora. Yeah, I'm just like, he's wearing a fedora and a lucha mask, which is just fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> I love a I love a lucha mask and a suit, but the fedora is weird. I just like I'm like wait what is happening? Like, I just was really confused because he hasn't really been around. It just shows up and was just like oh you're the globe baby and then that's it. 
He's got some weird Lou Vega vibes going on. Yeah. 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 Ooh, dude. Lucha Vega. Lucha Vega. Oh my God. Lucha oh. Vega. Okay. Okay. I'm in. I'm sold. You sold me, Matt. <laughs> All right. And we're back. Um, and, yeah, that's the Royal Rumble card. Sasha's going to win, of course. I hope Carmella's been training behind all of our backs. Uh, uh, watching her matches since she came back, I don't think she has. Yeah. But we'll see. No, nope, um, we won't. <laughs> I mean, of the pay-per-view as a whole, we will see how it shapes out. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I got nothing else going on this Sunday. Are you kidding me? It's pandemic times. Yeah. No Monster Jam going on. That's usually my plans for a Sunday. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday. So usually a Sunday, Sunday, Sunday special. Yeah. All right. We do have two questions from Emma. Get the fuck out of town. Uh, we do. I got, I got, okay, I'll leave. Get the fuck out of town. I thought, I thought we didn't get them because I didn't see them on the timeline. And so I tweeted at Emma and I was like, me questions. And then they're like, hey, our, our reply to Zach. I'm like, damn it. Now I look dumb. <laughs> that was my <laughs> plan all along. What are these motherfucking questions? All right. So first one, what dying brand would you boost the stock off to make stock of to make hedge fund managers cry themselves to sleep? I love that question. Ooh. I don't know what brands are dying. Most. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> oh, I don't know about the freaking casino rat king. I just I pass by that place and it makes every day and it makes like it's so sad. Looking. It is fucking depressing to look at, isn't it? Yeah, wow. but they just have the flag like games are free now. For Please. a while, they had literally like a paint like drop sheet like that you put down if you're painting up like just attached to the building, spray painted. We are still open. It was it was so sad, and the, but obviously their water hadn't been on in like their grass it hadn't been watered and it was all dead like this summer oy, oy, oy. and then had that sign up on the building they're, Dude, they're I, trying because they, they have like that uh pescali's pizza and wings you can get like mm-hmm. a four dash and shit Dude, um, I, I, I would i would spend my resources and internet savvy to save um my family's quote-unquote fancy restaurant when uh, i was a kid and that's romano's macaroni grill baby i liked that place too Me, i love yeah. i love macaroni grill that was always like, let's go out to Boise. We're going to go to Macaroni Grill. It's mom's birthday. Uh, kind of color thing. on the fucking table. Yeah, you color oh, on the table. Yeah. You eat the shit out of that fucking rosemary bread. Uh, they just give, they would just fucking, the waiter would just have a jug of Carlo Rossi. <laughs> you would pour it. <laughs> what a fucking, I, and, I, and I think it's a dying breed. At least the one in Boise is gone, unfortunately. Imagine so I, Impact I Wrestling. Like, just... Suddenly, their stocks boost up. They're like just get gigantic because they are the, like the chosen brand of this scheme. I like the idea of putting it towards wrestling. Um, whoever owns Stacker Two, Stacker Two, yeah, Balls <laughs> Energy Drink. Yeah, I remember oh, those commercials uh, with Chris Buku. Jericho, and I'm just <laughs> Buku. The, ever those like fucking? I like, remember. Oh, I remember giant ass like 32 ounce cans of energy drink. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember. Um, I don't know. I I don't know. Like, I guess I don't know. Applebee's. I feel like they're always dying. Yeah, millennials are killing Applebee's. We got to We got to be all the ones to bring it back. Hooters. <laughs> that is a, like a place where a lot of people used to go watch pay per views before the network. Like, Hooters. In, in, yeah, because they would show yeah. pay per views. 
Would they really? Yeah. I think it would actually be so fun to eat wings and watch wrestling out and about. Like if there was a Buffalo Wild Wings, but for fucking wrestling only. Apparently, I mean, other places do that, like Buffalo Wild Wings. Like they'll not here, but like other Buffalo Wild Wings will. Um, I'm fucking envious of those I, places. Yeah, fuck yeah. I stayed at the Hooters Hotel in fucking Vegas once. Really? Yeah. We went to a Hooters. Ooh, sexy. Place. Uh, it was, so it hot, was a really shit old hotel, but I won a bunch of money on a video blackjack machine, and I was fucking hammered just sitting at the bar top with the little machines, just fucking drinking and pounding shots. I tipped the waitress like 20 bucks like to start off. I'm like, let's fucking do this. <laughs> and like she just was bringing them. <laughs> I, ate a, I ate at a Hooters with my family one time, and I don't remember what the occasion that was. That is so strange. It was, But it was one of those things where like we were on a vacation – and I think we were just complaining because we were hungry. <laughs> and if I'm, if my, I might be recalling this wrong, but Maybe, I think it was in the Mall of America. I think it was in the Mall of America. Oh shit! Where the uh, first nitro was? Yeah. Maybe we go to Pasta Mania. No, we went to. I think we went to Hooters in the Mall of America. And I, uh, I, I was hoping you were saying that like you guys were like on vacation somewhere. Your dad was just driving around, and he knew where he was going. Like, oh, I guess it's the first place to see to eat. Dad, we keep passing these restaurants, like buffets and shit that we're asking to go to. Oh, we'll just go around the block and see what. Oh, this looks good. <laughs> that was like Hot, I, hotters. <laughs> Is that hotters? I love owls. I love owls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, my dad was way too shy of a guy for that. I uh, I remember it was like, Trish dad, actually. My mom. <laughs> Trish just wanted to go go to Hooters. She loves the wings. We used to. We used she to probably go had the most fun of any of us. Is Buster's that used to be on Broadway Lock? I used to live right by. Oh it. yeah, yeah. And Wasn't I that remember, like that was like fake Hooters? Yeah, it was like the local one. But like you know, I used to live off of like Division and Rossi. Yeah, like right there. And so like you could walk there. And I remember just always seeing families that would show up, and the dads all like, <laughs> and everybody else is like, oh my god. Hey, take a picture of me with the waitresses. <laughs> and all these babes. Take a picture of me and these babes. Babes. <laughs> just uh, Charlotte and Ric Flair showing up. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Uh, yeah. One other question from Emma. What's your favorite Girl Scout cookie? Ooh. And there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a second part to this that I need to hear your answer first, too. Um, I love the... Oh, there's three that I really, really like. It's the the dosy doughs that the peanut butter sandwich ones, or those the peanut butter filled ones. Either way, both the peanut butter ones and the oh tagalongs, the peanut butter the tagalongs. Yeah, yeah, I like those. Those are I like either the tagalongs or the samoas, and I I don't like samoas. I don't like shit with coconut on it, but for some reason I love those. We're all in the clear. Emma said if we say thin mints, that uh, she would throw hands. Oh, it's okay. I think we're all on the same team there. I'll eat a thin mint. I, I like Thin Mints fine. It's not like a favorite. It, it's like a nice refresh, like just like an after dinner mint. Like it's like that. I don't like for. I don't like mint with things. Like, I like it. Just it. feels like you're adding toothpaste to something. I feel that. I feel yeah. that. Um, we actually have a, a bonus question from when I tweeted. Hello. Um, it was the Cody shirt that says "Daddy eats first. and the question is: Is this a top ten worst wrestling shirt? It's up there. That eats first. The, ne- the Neville, the Neville shirt, the infamous Neville shirt. Um, here you go, Matt and Casey. Oh, good lord! Yeah, it's it's up there. It might be 
Like There's, because like the art on it is fine, whatever. Like it's a it's fine. Like it's a good, well done cartoon of Cody. So it's not bad in that way, but it's so cringy. Like versus like the like Neville that and rap then the cover one uh, uh, Cody did. Oh yeah, that well, one's sad. You're wearing that shirt out in public, and what you're either signaling to the public is I am daddy and I eat first, or I or I think Cody is daddy and he eats first. And either and way, you're not inviting people to come up and you're you're inviting people to be cautious of the Sin Cara dick shirt was always a favorite. That one's good. Um there there was a Miz one that was like extremely bad. That was the same era as the Neville shirt. The Y2 AJ shirt. Looking back, I at love it, that one because it was like such a like it was supposed to be bad because they were immediately pulling it. <laughs> so, people, uh, look, like, look, there's a guy that like you know bought that and he was just like they broke up the next week and the shirt showed up like the next day. He's like, God damn it! I kind of want my one Y2 of those AJ shirts. I kind of want one of those Y2 AJ shirts just because it's so funny now. Somebody um, with the 9.99 shirts. Looking back at any of Joey Ryan's t-shirts, because they're all about his penis. They're the worst shirt, though, in wrestling history, and I can't find a picture of it anymore. There was a shirt that Mordecai had on his pro wrestling team okay. that was so bad. And I have been searching high and low for the last like year and a half for that picture of the shirt. And they pulled it. <laughs> but they like, tried, was, to, they tried to Thanos that thing out of existence? Yeah. But no, Daddy Eats First is definitely top 10 worst record. Yeah, yeah, it's really I, bad. yeah, I, I, I can't go with it. And I'm, and I'm even talking about like the generic ass NXT shirts that they came out with with all the clip art. Yeah, I'd rather have a generic shirt than a cringy one. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I think, I think that's, that's. I think that's, I think that's it. it. I think that's it. I think we fucking did it, y'all. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, didn't do plugs, but you know, if you want to find our stuff, just go to eavesdrop, you know, ease-drop.com or jizz.biz if you're nasty. Mm-hmm. We're part of the eavesdrop podcast network and you, you know, all those things. And, yeah, uh, you fucking know, you fucking know. Yeah. You're two hours into one of our podcasts, but at this yeah. point, you know, you know. So anyways. Uh, happy Rusev Day. Day. Man, maybe he'll show up. In, maybe he'll show up in the rumble. Oh, dude. And uh, WrestleBoy316 says 10, 9, 8, 7, seven 6, six five, 4, 3, three two, 2, 1. I think we did that in time. Booyaka, booyaka, 6 foot 9. <laughs>